I went uh, seven and one. Well, that's pretty fucking fantastic. And uh, and boy, oh boy, fuck you, Mike. <laughs> oh, baby. I will, uh, to those who don't know, and again, you probably haven't looked specifically, but these are the four texts that I sent him this morning at 7.59 a.m. You can guess how many points that I beat him by. 7.59 a.m.? Fuck you. He wakes up at fucking 4.30, so don't worry. Mm. He's halfway through his day at this point. This is lunchtime for him. Okay. Hopefully you don't need 2.71 cents today. You can give 2.71 reasons to be mad at that. But if I have 2.71 joints, will you still love me? PS 2.71. I got a middle finger back at 823. That's what you won by? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Going into the Sunday night football game, I had Keenan Allen and he had Mm. Austin Eckler. Oh, so, fucking target monster, <laughs> Keenan was. Oh yeah, yeah. That touchdown it, would have been a little bit nicer, but uh, oh, for sure. Was that like a what? He had like seventeen targets or something like that. I think he had fourteen balls. He had one of the uh, most disgusting days outside of a touchdown. Again, I just want to point that out because it was absolutely one of the most frustrating performances for somebody uh he had 16 targets for 14 receptions on 106 and a fumble i remember the fumble yeah the fumble is rough but it was okay because yeah. eckler also had a fumble so it canceled itself out that's good Khalil mm-hmm. herbert did some magic for me i needed uh, about three points out of him and he scored 4.7 side something like that so got the back door yeah. I, it was it was one of those weeks where uh Everything rolled my way, Jerry. Everything rolled my yeah. way. That's good. Yeah, I got a coworker who was like just blowing Herbert tonight. Oh yeah, man. I, he's got a huge game. I'm gonna bet all his props. Okay, good luck with that. There's a guy named Roshan in the backfield too. Yeah. Um Yeah. So Yeah, there's a couple of leagues that I hedged that. It took Roshan uh where Khalil Herbert was not available, I took Roshan Johnson. And in one league, I took both just because I have roster space. So I really like Roshan Johnson. I think uh, I'm not sure if I've ever said that on this podcast before. Um, not sure. Jerry, do you think I've ever said that uh, before on this podcast? I don't think we've ever. I do not, I do not recall ever hearing um, any positive well, or negative. That means no, that you drink Roshan too much Johnson. Woodward Reserve. I have been talking about Roshan Johnson since week two. I get high a lot too. Though. That's okay. And we're not uh, we're not shaming anybody. Part, for the most part, coming and doing this show like right after work, brain scrambled. That's fine. That's totally fine. I'm not holding you anything to it. I'm just trying to take credit for it because it's there. It's recorded. It's in history. So there shall be no beef about it. Tap on the can this week is from the Parallel 49 Brewery again. We're going with their craft log craft 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 blogger nice little pilsner to go through and i'm also uh i don't usually give the uh, cannabis shout out 
They're not marketing this in any way, so they're not breaking any laws, but I am smoking on the box hot cartridge. It is a two gram CBG Damn. cartridge. Bam! And it tastes like watermelon. Mm. That's a big fucking cart, man. Holy shit. Welcome to another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. As you can tell, we have our tools in place, ready to rock and roll. We are uh, here for another reaction episode because this has been a wild week 12. It's been Thanksgiving week 12. Happy holidays to everybody. Hope you had good happy holidays. Thanksgiving games we're going to cover that uh, went off like, uh, well, definitely started in the exact opposite way that everybody thought it was going to go. So obviously we need to talk about that. How about them cowboys? Jerry. And, uh, you know. A few surprises here on a Sunday, which we need to speak about. There's an interesting betting strategy that one of my friends mentioned, which I'm going to run by you and see uh, your take on it. It won him a little bit of money this weekend. So we want to want to know if it's limited to this weekend only or if this is a long-term strategy. We'll see. My goodness. Okay. Lots to talk about. I don't even know where to get started. Actually, well, let's let's start with the fucking guy who's going home for Christmas. He's got the holidays off. So yeah, there's. Uh, we'll talk about this before we get into it. There's uh, the uh, Carolina Panthers have issued their first pink slip of the year. We have Frank Reich and company. Uh, there was a uh, Deuce Staley, running backs coach, and Josh McCown, a quarterback coach, that actually kind of tells the story a little bit more. Um, the Panthers suck. And the wild part about the Panthers sucking is that all of their suckage goes straight to the Chicago Bears. Duh, Bears! Uh, because <laughs> of this so garbage trade that they made. Um, yeah, it's all going to Duh, Bears. So, honestly, though, I you know, as I wrote this, and yes, we should talk about it because it's football-related, but, Jerry, is there any actual fantasy football impact regarding this first firing of the year or is this kind of just kind of like yeah whatever and just uh move along um the answer is yes and no but mainly no uh because there's nothing there to really fuck with it's really 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 gross there um you're gonna use those players in a plug-and-play situation anyway where you know you may have a buy or a little injury or something uh no, and, and and if you are going to get any kind of fantasy impact out of it, you're not going to see it this week. You're going to see it the following week, uh, or you're going to want to buy into it the following week because you have no idea what they're going to look like this weekend. So, yeah, but I even think bother with that. So that would be my counter to that is that I think that you would buy anybody like if you have the good old Canadian kid Chubba Hubbard, if you have that garbage kid Miles Sanders, if you have Adam Thielen. You have to start him this week. It's a kind of a trend where teams fire their coach and they do pretty well that following week. And so I think yeah, if but there's they do any... well enough statistically, though, they may get the win, but I don't know about statistically. And statistics is the whole basis and foundation of fantasy, obviously. So that's the only reason why I would be really hesitant, my personal opinion. Of course, you are a little bit more conservative than thyself. And there's, uh, you know, no hating that, but. They're playing in a divisional matchup. They're playing against Danny Mayfield if he is uh, actually healthy enough to play. I think they got a shot here. I think this, uh, you know, the Buccaneers defense is nothing to write home about. It's pretty trash. 
And the Panthers, I mean, again, they have that opportunity. They have that opportunity to, to do this. And I think I think it's okay to start him if you got him. I think it's okay. I wish you all well if you do. I don't wish any negative ill will or any bad things, but I think it's a fucking terrible idea because it well, you got to be still stink. Just but keep in mind though, and we're, you know, getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but you you might be forced to because just remember the buy situation coming up here is really mm-hmm. fucking ugly. We've got mm-hmm. the Baltimore Ravens, so you're we got you know a couple of breakouts there that you might want to be starting Zay Flowers. That's you know not going to have that availability. You've got the Bears, the Bears, who are on buy. So DJ Moore is going to be on benches. You have the Raiders. So Devonta Adams is going to be on benches. You have the Vikings. So Addison is going to be on benches and maybe Powell if you're that desperate. The Buffalo Bills are on benches. So Diggs, Davis, Kincaid, all off. Giants, You're if you're still starting fucking Saquon Barkley, he's also <laughs> down. So you might have to play Chubba Hubbard, Miles Sand might, I mean... You might it's have one of those like guys if you have Saquon. So if you're on if you're on a like a bye week and you have to plug somebody in, then yes, I get it. But I am not doing it willfully. I'm not doing it like purposely because like I think it's a great idea. I'll leave it at that. Sounds good. So who is going to be the next coach of the Carolina Panthers? Deion Sanders? I don't know, but that motherfucker needs to be both scared and confident all at the same time. Scared because no matter how bad you are or good you are even, that motherfucker is not going to keep you around. But that's a great thing because you're going to get paid. So you sign a contract, you get paid. My man Frank Reich is chilling. He's got $25 more coming. He only had to give him 11 games for $25 million. <laughs> That's... That's not too outrageous. Bad. It's fucking phenomenal. I like this guy. This guy is it? Is it Jack or John Tepper? I think is the the name of the owner. This guy gives zero fucks if you David. are not the guy. Dave. Okay, if you are not his guy, like, or you're not winning, and you're like shit. Nah, nah. See ya. He don't even care. He's he'll pay you. So no, I, I really. So I really don't like this firing as a whole. I think this is just David Tepper being a moronic owner because there is just, there's nothing to, how did you fucking think that they were going to be successful? You sold the farm. You don't have any supporting pieces. You just have a young quarterback who you're trying to develop and you have Adam Thielen. How do you think that your offense is going to be some fucking blockbuster? I don't even know who plays line. I have no idea. You know that I know my linemen around the league. I have no fucking idea who plays for the Carolina Panthers online. No idea. Uh, the, the offensive line? Yep. No, I'm zero. I know they I, I know they drafted a guy a couple of years ago. It was and he's got like a, a African sounding name. Uh like he's like from like born and <laughs> raised in Africa. Uh God, I can't remember. I think he came out of NC State. I can't remember his name, but I think that's the only guy I can honestly think of. Otherwise, hell no. Like there's nobody on that team. And I mean, did you really think that Bryce Young was going to come in there and do something right away? Like well, I'm saying it's it's a completely different level. He looks completely lost and just it's almost scared for his life out there sometimes. Um hopefully it gets better for him though. I I I really hope he does get better because he's he just seems like such a such a good kid, a smart kid, you know, that it'd be nice to see somebody like that get out there and, and, and make it happen and actually be decent because he, he is accurate and all that great stuff. Yeah. 
But anyway, Man, the, the, so the expectations are just not like, I just don't yeah, understand what real. Tepper was thinking. I think this is just an owner being a moron. Mm-hmm. And I think that they should be firing the general manager. I mean, the trade that they executed yeah. to get rid of DJ Moore was absolutely absurd. Yeah. And it absolutely. does nothing to build their roster whatsoever and did nothing for them currently right now. So I think that there's some other issues and I just don't think, I think firing rank right. was not, that was not the option. Shouldn't have been the option it's, anyway. They ended up setting themselves back a couple extra seasons. That's all. Jerry, we had uh, we had some Thanksgiving games uh, that we should talk about. Mainly, I would like to talk about the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers 29 and the Detroit Lions 22. This probably screwed everybody's bets that had a parlay on the three Thanksgiving games. I know several folks who were in that boat. That so, was on the Twitterverse very, very, very frequently. <laughs> Jordan Love, 22 for 32. 268 yards and three touchdowns. A.J. Dillon, 14 carries for 43 yards. Christian Watson showing up on the stat line. Five receptions, 94 yards, and a teddy. I, uh, 20 to 6 after the first quarter. Jared Goff, 29 for 44, 332, and two touchdowns. Better stat line than the game uh, would lead on uh, for let you believe. David Montgomery, 15 carries, 71 yards, and that touchdown. Jameer Gibbs running 11 for 54, but not getting into the end zone. Love that part for my fantasy team. It's not going to lie. I, 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 uh, I, uh, I, yeah. Uh, what the fuck happened here? 23 to 6 at halftime. Um, what happened, Jerry? What the fuck happened? That shit was yikes. I had, like many people, I had Detroit. And when I saw that first quarter, well, actually, I was paying attention to the live, and and the total jumped up to 67 and a half. I was like, under, hello, how you doing? Like, there's no way they're going to they're gonna hold that down, that, that pace. And uh, and I also immediately took the chance and took the opportunity to jump on the, the Packers because the line wasn't adjusting. Like, I think I got them on the money line at like 140. And they're up 20 wow. to 6. Wow. That didn't make sense to me. I didn't. Yeah, that's uh, mind-boggling, actually. So I jumped on it, and yeah, that, that was a wild game, man. Detroit just looks really, really just out of sync or something. And, and you know, uh, Goff was running for his life. That pass rush was nasty in that first quarter, you know, causing that one fumble. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, it was. And, and then once... Uh, Green Bay got up, you know, by that by that amount, they they just kind of just coasted. They were like, okay, yeah, we're good. We can just slow the game down. It's like they really, really just were trying to grind it out. Yeah, this was, was a pretty interesting game. I really like the bruising uh, combination of running backs that they have with Montgomery and Gibbs. Gibbs is just he's, they're finally giving it to him. Like I've been talking about most of the year, is getting him outside, getting him to the C yep. spot, seven to nine hole, whatever your offensive yeah. was when you were growing up, and just get him out. The same thing as Bijan Robinson, get him out to the outside and let him run. Mm-hmm. I think one of the kind of I know you know 
I kind of brag about people not listening to us for picking up waiver picks, but I have a sneaky pickup. Uh, Khalif Raymond is absolutely putting on a few shows here. He's been getting in the targets and the yards lately. He's usually good for about four to seven receptions, and he's getting the yardage at 50 to 90 yards in this game for the just lost Detroit Lions in a way. I feel like when they kind of, this is just, this is the big, we I, we talked about this on our Thanksgiving episode on our bets preview. You know, I spoke about how the Detroit Lions look like a more mature team, how they're supposed to be the better football team. And this was their opportunity to step up, and I think they completely fucking blew it. This was their opportunity to yeah. win that that Thanksgiving game where they have stunk so fucking like usually everybody turns off that game. Yeah. And you know, you just kind of uh, you know, spoken about it there. They didn't adjust the line, you know, on that game. So people were definitely ready for the Detroit Lions to come back and it just didn't happen and I was very confused about it. So I'm a little bit, you know, less excited about the Detroit Lions. You know, every uh, good team has their bad game, but uh, boy, this is uh, stinky dinky dinosaurs. Yeah, man, they they shit the bed. I mean, that's just the only way to put it. They they, I was like the the biggest point of conversation that I was having with people I was around. I was working over the holiday, and you know, we we're watching a game and shit. And I'm telling people that exact thing. They're like, "This is their chance, man!" Like. Here it is. Like the whole country is literally watching you because it's Thanksgiving. Like that's on it. That's on it. Every fucking house for Thanksgiving. So it was sad to see that, but I'm glad that I was seeing what I saw because it made me immediately pivot off of them quickly. Oh man. The joys of live betting. <laughs> The uh, Dallas Cowboys 45, Washington Commanders uh, 10. The Washington Commanders just had a bad game. For fantasy purposes, if you still have Sam Howell, still play him. Brian Robinson is a dud, though. I'm really getting sick and fucking tired of this guy having these big opportunities, and I'm choking. 15 carries for 53 yards, 3.53 yards per carry. I know Cowboys defense is pretty good. But... Two weeks in a row, so fuck off. Brian Robinson, two receptions for 11 yards as well. Just not not good enough for an RB1. He's an RB2 slash flex play. You know, so he's somehow hanging around. I don't think it's too bad to start him. But, again, we kind of have this roulette wheel of the receivers over in Washington. Curtis Samuels turned this week, nine receptions, 100 yards. Jahan Dotson, five for 52. And Terry McLaurin, four for 50. Anybody's fucking guess who is going to be the number one over there any any given week. It's frustrating. Dak Prescott, 331, four tutties. Tony Pollard, 13 carries, 79, showing why he's the number one running back. And C.D. Lamb, four for 53. Brandon Cooks was the leading, recep- uh, leading receiver in that game, ironically enough. Four receptions for 72 yards and also that touchdown. It was a long one. I don't have any other sleeper picks from the Cowboys. I mean, you know, all these kind of stud players are already taken. So I just, again, roll your roulette wheel, roll your dice with the Washington Commanders staff if you have some of them. But, you know, they're, they're you know, hit or miss flex plays at best. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Cowboys are playing good ball right now. Uh, they, I mean, they're, they're, they look especially good at home, naturally. Uh, I think I saw a stat tonight that said that the last five home games, they won by 20-plus points. 
Yeah. That's 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 impressive. I mean, you, you have to you have to give props to that shit, man. It pains me to say that, but that's the fucking truth. I will speak the truth. Niners um, and the Dolphins have the same record as the Dallas Cowboys right now. Yeah, I, and the best thing for them, I would think, is the fact that there's always going to be talk about the Dallas Cowboys, but the talk isn't as loud and it isn't as much. I feel uh, you you hear it right around you know. Right before the the last like like Friday, you, Friday leading up to Sunday, and then you'll hear about it like after the game. And but leading up through the week, unless they shit, they they talk more about them when they shit the bed, when they play bad. You know, when they're playing well, it's probably the best thing for you that they're not talking about you. Well, it's be, um, it's because the fucking Eagles are doing well, so there's something else to talk mm-hmm. about in the NFC East. Yeah, because exactly. there's another team so, in that division, then it's good. But if they're like the best of the best in that division, it's revolting. Yeah, so I'm glad that they're not getting a lot of press because I don't want to hear that bullshit. But they're playing good ball. I'll I will give them credit. I fucking hate them, but I will give them credit. Dak's looking good. He's looking confident. Um, one thing to always keep in mind: whenever the Washington Commanders are playing, whoever the outside receivers are, whether you want to look at their props or you want to use them in DFS, do it. Because <laughs> they can't cover anybody. They can't cover anybody. Brandon Cooks and C.D. Lamb. And C.D. Lamb plays a slot, but he'll be outside sometimes. They cook those guys. They cook them. And it just they, they took they took the, the, the foot off the gas, too. They were like, hey, man, we're up by 35. Like, yeah, you know, it could have gotten way worse if they would have kept being aggressive. It was... <laughs> It was rough for those guys, but the good, good for you, Corey. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're gonna we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I'm uh, we'll just cautiously optimistic. That's a that's a good way to be. The good players for the Niners were good. All the players for the Seahawks were bad. Anything else? Yeah, that's it. Dolphins. All the good players for the Dolphins are good. All the bad players. For the Jets were bad. Notice how I said all the good players for the Jets were bad. Well, because, you know. Yeah. Let's uh, let's get to the weekend, for Christ's sake. Houston Texans 21 and the also 8-3 Jacksonville Jaguars. What? That's correct, sir. Jacksonville Jags, eight and three. Houston Texans, six and five in the AFC South matchup. T Law, 23 for 38, 364 touchdown interception. Also had a rushing tutty to add to that. Travis Etienne sucks. 20 carries for 56 yards, 2.8 yards. He has been having some rough four, I think three or four weeks now. I know. Sounds strange. If you have any other option that might be playing better right now, I would take him. I would run it. Throwing yeah. it out there. They're on yeah. by. You need something to happen. Time to put faith in somebody anyway this week. So just, I that's my recommendation. Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley, both 89 yards. Ridley with the touchdown. It was nice to see Christian Kirk uh, catching a few balls. CJ Stroud, 304, two touchdowns, rushed for 47, and a tutty as well. 
Their rushing game was absolutely non-existent, though. This is uh, the reason why I didn't want to pick up Devin Singletary, to be honest. And I dropped Damian Pierce in any league that I had him. But uh, three yards per carry and 2.8 yards per carry. They really didn't run the ball that many times, actually. That was kind of the shocking part of looking at the stats on that. They had 18 rushing plays compared to 36 pass plays. So, and six of those rushing plays went to CJ Stroud. So, in in reality, they they had 12, and 11 of those actually went to a running back because Tank Dell went for a sweep for 12. Thoughts uh, on Houston Texans here? What uh, I know they have been cooking with gasoline. What uh, what's the outlook for the rest of the season for them, uh, Mister Jerry? I still think they're gonna they're gonna be competitive. I, I still think they're gonna, you know, be in a lot of games, if not every every game they play uh, from this point forward. I don't know what the rest of the schedule is, but they've proven they can hang in there, man. They're growing up right in front of us. Like they're they're becoming a pretty decent team. How many games are gonna? How many more games are gonna win? I don't know, but. I feel like they're going to be in every single one. Like this isn't your old Houston Texans who used to just like lay down for every fucking team or maybe give them a good first half and then absolutely disappear in the second and just get destroyed. You know, they're, they've got a good quarterback. They, they do have some runners in the back that unfortunately they didn't utilize this past week. They've got some amazing receivers. Um, And, and the defense is opportunistic. So I think they're all right. And just the only the only part of that game that bugged me more than anything else was a fucking doink off the crossbar, man. Oh my god, yeah. That uh wow. <clears throat> wow. So close, but no cigar. Nico Collins, seven receptions, 104 yards. He won the roulette wheel over in Houston this week. The fail clowns are five and oh in their division. So they pretty much have the lock on that. Super annoying. Atlanta Fail Clowns 24. New Orleans Saints 15. Chris Olave was injured. More to come throughout the week. But heads up on that if you need to make any uh, adjustments moving forward. Seven receptions for 114 yards. He was on fire. On fire. Bijan Robinson 16 for 91 and a touchdown. He also caught three passes for 32 and a touchdown. Drake London also chipping in with five receptions for 91 yards. I mean, I think the Falcons are going to be in the playoffs, Jerry, and that seems really fucking weird for me to say. And I don't really know. I I, I don't. I, 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 I'm sad about this. They get to host a playoff game if they win the division. <laughs> think about that. It's gonna be it's gonna be crunk in the ATL, baby. <laughs> so for me, that was the most disgusting game. No, actually, well, maybe not. One of the most disgusting games on the whole slate. I was trying to find a way to do something with it or get some action on it, or I was just like, no, no, I'm this is this is degeneracy Horrible as best game. if I do anything. Don't touch it. But about the Olave injury, I've never seen a human being power bomb himself. He basically power bombed himself. Yes, it was it was like oh, saw that shit. It was just it, it looked bad, dude. I I hope he's okay. Hope he's okay. But yeah, he was on fire for sure. Kyle Pitts sucks. He sucks in that offense. As one of the most underutilized, epic, elite, talented weapons. I've ever seen in my life. 
he's just he's 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 being not even underutilized, not utilized. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it's like having a fucking dope ass roadster, and you never take it for for a ride. Like you never just let let the engine hum a little bit. I, oh, it's like they don't even know where the fucking keys are. Well, that there you go. That bang, that one. Like they that just one. can't even get the fucking thing started. It's so yeah. goddamn annoying. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that one. I just don't fucking understand that one, my brother. It's fucked. It'll get better when Smith's gone, which potentially will happen after this year. He's, I, I think he's on a very hot seat right now. The Denver Broncos are the hottest team in the National Football League. Tell me I'm wrong. Javante, baby. Even though he didn't have a great game, it just the fact that he's on there, and I have shares of Cortland Sutton. Um, I love it. I love it. This is what I was so at the beginning of the season when I talked about the Broncos. This is what I was hoping to see, like pretty, pretty consistent, strong. Ben doesn't break defense, and then Russ running around the field a little bit, creating plays. Like just you know, it, it just it, it, it they seem more fluid. They seem so fucking stiff before, right? Like it was just like eh, 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 like really robotic. And and now it's like there's this like fluidity to the offense. It, it's it's interesting because everybody seems to now buy into it. It's amazing what a little bit of winning will do for you, though. And, you know they sucked so bad last year and they didn't get a taste of it. This year they're finally getting a taste of it, and it's like it's coming together. I, I'm I'm interested to see how how this team will grow going forward. Well, I mean, sure, that's going to be interesting. What is interesting currently right now is that they have won five games in a row. They're currently six and five, and they're battling right now. Russell Wilson, 13 for 22, 134 yards and a tutty. He also ran for one. He ran 11 times for 34 yards. Not the best average, but he got things done. Samaj P ran seven carries for 55 and a tutty. As you mentioned, Javante didn't really have the best. 18 carries for 65 my boy, Julio McLaughlin, is an afterthought. Cortland Sutton, three receptions for 61 yards. Marvin Mims, drop it like it's hot. 24. Lil Jordan Humphrey, is that his real name? Is that actually his legal real name? Because that's what it's posted as. I do not know. It heard says this name Lil before. with an apostrophe in Jordan Humphrey. That is actually listed and that it's listed. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that's that's actually fucking perfect, to be honest with you. The Browns choke okay. Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Oh, man. 11 for 29, 134 yards and a touchdown. Jerome Ford, 9 for 65, averaging 7 yards per carry. He's the man now, dog. David Njoku, 6 for 59. And Cedric Tillman, 4 receptions for... Who the fuck is that? Amari Cooper got injured. Uh, um, so maybe that's why we're seeing Cedric Tillman on the reception list for the uh, Browns. But the Cleveland Browns seem to be fit. They should have won this game in theory. The Bron- I, This is confusing. This is a very confusing result uh, of the week for me. Mm, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I get your point. They should have been better than that especially the defense defense can always like defense travels you know uh yeah they 
They were just flat. They were, you know, they, that happens. That happens. You have, have games where you're just not there. It's not all, it's not working. You know, they're, they're not uh, like in, in, in uh, harmony. There's no, there's no flow. So, all right. Whatever. So, they'll, they'll try and get just... it back. Joe Flacco's coming back, though. Watch. Watch. It's going to be if hilarious. If we did this podcast in person, I would either be trying to, I would have hit you right now. Or I would have thrown something at you, or potentially both. No Flacco starting next week. Watch. Oh man, you're killing me, my boy. You're fucking killing me, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford scoring a thirty burger in fantasy football, kids. The Los Angeles Rams dropped thirty-seven. On the Arizona Cardinals, the Kyler Murray-led Arizona Cardinals, not the Pastronaut-led Arizona Cardinals. 25 for 33, 229 yards, four touchdowns, and one interception. Kyron Williams came back, and he was a stud! 16 carries for 143 yards. If you have him, boy, baby, keep him. Cooper Cup, terrible. Three receptions for 18 yards. Puka Nakua! Terrible. Four receptions. 27. Our leading receiver was Tutu Atwell. Three receptions for 76 yards. Do I even need to read the Cardinals? Do I really even care? No. Honestly, if you have any of the air, even Trey McBride, seven for 60. Hollywood Brown, six for 88. Other than that, I mean, you shouldn't have any Cardinals right now is my theory on this. Don Connor's not terrible, but he's not your first choice. Six carries for 27 yards. That was a bad game. I wasn't trying to play him, but I'm just saying, if you have him, he's he can be utilized. The only thing that saved him was having four catches for five yards. <laughs> so I say that he helped you in PPR. If you got him in performance, well, that's, uh, yeah, rough. Can't wait to crush these cheeseburgers. I got the uh, cheeseburgers. I got some cheeseburgers waiting for me. I can't wait to eat some cheeseburgers. I got some cheeseburgers. Some cheeseburgers. Shout out to uh, Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> Yo, man. How about these cheeseburgers? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That was good. That was a good one. I saw that when I was like 14 years old. Uh, fantastic movie. Oh, yeah. Buddy, got a problem? <laughs> Don't use the hot dogs. Those are for the kids' lunches. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Message. I got the no, low times. tops for the handgun, and I got the high tops for the Uzi. <laughs> hmm? 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 Oh, man. I'm going to have to watch that again. Yeah, it's uh, that's a gooder. You kind of got to watch, like, a few other movies, though, to fully appreciate that one, though. Oh, no, no. You have to. Yes. I yeah. mean, if they're going to if they're going to be doing, you know, parodies about other movies, you have to understand the other movies. <laughs> yeah, you know you don't fucked up now, huh? Yeah, you know you don't fucked up, right? <laughs> Some people don't want to sit through Boys in the Hood and 
you know, juice and all those. Things, I do. But, I'll watch all them shits again. Those are- I mean, me too, but I'm just saying we're not, we are not other people. No, I know. Just the soundtracks alone, bro. Like, oh, I feel it. Like, yeah. Oh, such good music. Cheers. Philadelphia Eagles 37 and the Buffalo Bills 34. Josh Allen has never won an overtime game in his career. Loser. 29 for 51, 339 yards, two touchdowns, and a precious interception. He rushed for two, though, which was nar-nar-nars. Nine for carries, uh, 81 yards. Not too bad. Glad I put him on my bench, though. Gabe Davis, six for 105 and one touchdown. Thanks, uh, Gabe Davis. Stefan Diggs also caught six for 74 and a touchdown. Absolute stunning game by Josh Allen. Too bad he couldn't win it. Uh, tush push Jalen Hurts, 18 for 31, 200, touch, 200 yards and three touchdowns. He also ran for two touchdowns. I hate that man. touchdowns would have been a record. I hate that man so much. DeAndre Swift, 14 carries for 80 yards. He's still fantasy relevant, apparently. Who is still fantasy relevant, you also may ask, on the Philadelphia Eagles. And I believe I made this call. Skinny Batman, Devonta Smith, seven receptions for 106 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Brown also, uh, you know, had a couple of catches, five, uh, 37 yards and a touchdown. He was targeted nine times, though. He was having a little bit of an issue getting the ball. They were all over him. Jerry, thoughts on this uh, wild fucking mess? I uh, Did I mention that I fucking hate the Philadelphia Eagles? Numerous times, and I um, support your hate as well as join you in your hatred for the Philadelphia fucking Eagles. Sure. Are they a Fuck true them. 10 and one? Like, is this, is this real? No, no. no I, yes, they are. They are. They are. Cause they, I mean, they listen, they, they there have been some things that we, that we can do so much. Woulda, coulda, shoulda like last week when MVS dropped another, just ball right there, just oh, right in his hand. So, you know, shit, shit like that happens, man. It's fucking football, but they are, they are. They, I mean, every one of these wins they've grinded out. If they whoop the ass, we, we saw the whoop, the ass whooping. If they, you know, won a close one, they're like, they just did the right things or had some luck, of course, and, um, you know, didn't make any mistakes in the end or whatever. They just, they're a good team. They really are. I hate to fucking say it, just like I hate saying about your fucking team. But it was a great game. Josh Allen, I, poor guy, like, I think I think he gets a little too much heat, personally. I think he's. A, I, I mean, I feel like all the people that talk shit about him and say that like, oh, he turns the ball over, he's reckless, or he does this. He's a, that's the same motherfucker that doesn't have a motherfucker like that on their team. You know what I mean? Like, you'd kill to have a quarterback like that on your team. Yes, he may cost you the game, but me personally, that's a risk I'm willing to take with with my Giants with our fucking disgusting quarterback situation, which by the way, let me segue really fast. They announce he's the fucking starter next year when he's healthy. Gross. Anyway, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. He's a good fucking quarterback. He's, he's this, this generation's Brett Favre, the gunslinger. He's out there running his ass off and doing this thing. Like fucking guys. He's nice with it, man. It was an amazing game. It was an amazing game. I love the way it ended. Uh, yeah, 
I, I, I see the hand gestures. I'm not, I'm, I'm just trying to stay on topic, bro. I'm trying to stay on topic. I segue real fast, came right back. Baltimore Ravens 20. San Diego Superchargers. And Lamar Jackson, 18 for 32, 177 and a touchdown. He also ran 11 times for 39. Zay Flowers, hello. One carry for 37 and a touchdown. Five receptions, 25 and a touchdown. Good thing I got him in a bunch of best ball leagues on Fucking nice. fire. Isaiah Likely, four for 40. Odell Beckham Jr., three for 34. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. 29 for 44, 217, one touchdown and an interception, four carries for 47. Austin Eckler. Fumble? Um, maybe. Did he lose I think he might have gotten strip sack. Does that count as a fumble if you're strip sack? I don't know. It doesn't say it in there. I would think it would be. All right, cool. Continue. Sorry. Yes, he did. There is a fumble and a loss on there. That is correct. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. know he lost it, but I couldn't remember if it was sad. I don't know. There was just it was such a messy game. That was so messy. Austin Eckler, 10 for 32. Garbage sandwiches. Really excited about that. As I mentioned earlier, Keenan Allen, 14 receptions on uh, 16 targets, 116 yards. Gerald Everett, though, is the one who got the receiving touchdown. Four receptions for 43 yards. Austin Eckler also put five for 32 in there. Uh, yeah, Allen with a fumble loss. Eckler with a fumble loss. Herbert with a fumble loss. I mean, this is just this is a really messy game and another reason why the Los Angeles Chargers need to fire Brandon Staley, and I can't believe he's not the first one to go. That is, uh, like, at least... At least Brandon Staley has all the talent around him to do good, and he's just blowing it. Frank Reich at least has a bloody excuse that his fucking GM and owner are just batshit insane and don't want to actually yeah. build a real team around him. Anyways, I digress on that. Um, Baltimore Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl, Jerry. That's not far-fetched, man. They When they're on, they're fucking on. It's, it's crazy. And they're not... Putting up like wild stats is their their defense is nasty too. They're not getting they're not getting enough credit. I think they allow less than fourteen points a game. Um, they're they're tough, man. They're tough, and and they're hungry. They want this shit. Like it, it's it it just feels like it just feels different. I think than than it has in years past. There's there's something that seems just. Yeah, it just seems different. In the past, you're like, yeah, they're really good. They're gonna they're gonna do something, and and then they, you know, the, you have the Lamar thing. I mean, we still have to wait and see how Lamar performs in the playoffs. He is notorious for choking in the playoffs. Um, so I, I'd like to see them in the Super Bowl. I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be really cool. I think it's gonna happen. The money's already there. I already put it on there a few weeks ago here. So yeah, you know, nothing new. But they just they're looking really, really, really good, man. They do. I agree. Well, Jerry, this is a make it breaker week for a lot of people in fantasy football. There are uh, approximately three weeks left in the regular season for most leagues. Uh, some weeks are starting uh, one week early, but general, it's about two to three weeks out. So make or break it time. Hopefully uh, y'all listen to just a little bit of this analysis here. I think we're giving out uh, wild gems if you listen to us from front to back because then you actually understand what we're talking about. We're not throwing random stats for you. However, uh, if you can tell, 
we win the, we win some games in our leagues that we play in respectively. Again, seven and one over here, Kamish uh, in the house, absolutely tearing it up. I, uh, side of it. I can't say the same for myself, but that's okay. You win some, you lose some. Man, yeah, 100%. But uh, overall, I am in position to be in playoffs in seven of eight leagues. I, Congratulations, uh, that's fucking dope. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, one of them is on the edge. I kind of got to... I'm still in control, though. It's not like I got to let other people, you know, help me in. I still, you know, I win. I'm in all the way on that one. But all the other ones, I'm first to third place. And I'm pretty much have cashed my ticket all in because I have eight to nine wins in every single one of those. So I'm fucking excited about that. Uh, so, yeah. you know, pay attention, people. We're uh, helping you build rosters and we're giving you inside tips that should be leading you to victory. And uh, that's just the way it is. Thanks for joining us in another episode of Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. Your co-host, Corey Roussel, Jerry Rodriguez. Jerry, you got uh, 50 seconds left. What do you got to say to the people before we get the fuck out of here? Hey, yo, my man Tommy DeVito over here. The guy was up the street hey. getting a couple of cutlets. You know what I'm saying? He just hey. wanted a little mozzarella over there with the marinara. Hey. He wanted on a nice semolina fucking roll. Hey. Toasted perfectly. No burnt, no burnt crisps or nothing like that. He wants that shit nice and fucking crunchy and juicy. He's doing awesome. Good for him. I know it's not going to be a long story or anything like that, or, you know, it, it's done after this year, but good for him. At least he's getting his little shine and um i i kind of hope he can maybe stay the backup quarterback just this is going to be a netflix documentary it's going to be a netflix documentary for sure like oh yeah put him on quarterback man for sure there's going to be something on this like this is insane i actually want to understand how they drafted this kid other than just being like yeah let's just take the token kid from new york because one He's the outside opportunity of starting for the New York football giants. Like, it just, <laughs> man. Let's go get this fucking goomba over here, right? You, you know, know what I'm saying? This guy's like, a fucking, you know what? I know his brother's uncle. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> man, there's some gaudy shit going on there. Like, I just want to fucking, beautiful. I want to watch their war room footage and just see how this came down. Yeah. There's got to be a, it's the age. There's got to be a camera somewhere, you know? Forget about it. Oh, fuck. Peace out. <laughs>